Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are now listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk all things related to mental health, life lessons, and the culture. My goal is to help each and every listener pursue and center wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist. Now let's get into it. Somebody say it's a confidence for me. It's a confidence for me. I'm just going to say it confidently. Say it's the confidence for me. It's the confidence for me. Brought here and forced into slavery. Um, and based on those traumas that we experienced during slavery, some of those same behaviors, the attitudes, um, you know, the belief systems that we adopted as slaves can be passed down to generations after that. Um, and that is why we see like the hyper. Yeah, amen. You're a treasure, um, Dr. Chandra Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, thank you so I'm much. Just shutting up and listening. I'm learning so much. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about all things related to black mental health, faith, and the culture. My name is Dr. Shonda, and I am your host today, and I cannot wait to get into this discussion. So before we get into today's discussion, y'all already know what I'm about to ask you, and that is to pull out your phone, go to wherever you're listening to, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever else you're listening to the audio version of this and to share it with as many people as possible. While you're in there, go ahead and leave me a rating because that does help with the algorithm and boosting the podcast ratings. Also, if you are tuned in on Thursday night to either the Facebook or the YouTube live, I need you to go ahead and drop a comment. Let me know who's watching. Don't be in the the doorway peeping through, trying not to be seen on who's watching. Leave me a comment. Let me know you're a supporter. I don't have time for no closet supporters. If you're a supporter, be a supporter. Be in the comment section. Let me know you're here so that I can know that you are showing love today. So do me a favor and do that. Also, if you're watching on either Facebook or YouTube, go ahead and click that share button and share with as many people as possible. Because today, y'all, we are watching, we are listening to the Juneteenth episode. So this episode is actually, it should be airing right before Juneteenth. And we can't be more excited because Juneteenth is Uh, actually a nationally holiday, a national holiday in America. And also it is a day for us to celebrate black excellence, black people, us and all of our greatness. Right. And so I want to, to explore this with you and explore the concept of Juneteenth and what that means to us in uh, being black people and what it means to our mental health. So as soon as you do that, go ahead and share, share, share with as many people. Uh, so when you come back to this live after sharing it, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go into your Instagram page or Facebook page or what have you. Screenshot this and put it in your story. So screenshot it, put it in your story. Let the people know what you're listening to because you, I know you tune in every week, right? So let the people know what you're listening to so that we can continue to spread the word that the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast has a new episode and you guys are invited to listen to. And then, and I want you to invite as many people as you can. All right. So shout out to y'all. Y'all know we like to start with shout outs. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot be more appreciative of that. I really uh, I, I'm a, a avid a supporter of my supporters. So if you support me in any capacity, I don't care if you bought a T-shirt. I don't care if you liked something or commented on something or if you uh, listened to the episode or posted the episode. I really appreciate you. And I just want you to know that I want you to feel the love because it really is. uh, It's extremely 
It's extremely uh, appreciated. Uh, we're gonna go straight into the hot off the press segment. So the hot off the press segment is the mental health segment, not mental health segment. It is a segment where we talk about, y'all I can't talk today. I feel like I can't figure out what I'm doing in my own podcast. Just pray my strength. Um, <laughs> so the hot off the press segment, we're talking about pop moments in pop culture, events, uh, things that happen in life, things that might have come up in the news, things that may have come up uh, outside of the shade room, because I know you know the saints only listen to the shade room, but outside of that, things that happen in the real world, things that happen uh, to us as a people, and I like to really dissect that, because no matter what event it is, no matter what happens in pop culture, it's a strong likelihood that we can connect it to our well-being, our psychological well-being, our spiritual well-being. And I like to dissect that in our hot off the press segments. Y'all ready? All right, let's dive into it. So like I said, we are tuned into the uh, the Juneteenth segment, the Juneteenth episode of the uh, Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. And I thought that it would be a great time for us to highlight some of, some of the things that's been going on in the media, specifically as it relates to Juneteenth. So... Uh, Walmart's attempt to quote unquote commemorate Juneteenth. This is an article that I received from CNN, uh, from Juneteenth with the new ice cream didn't go over so well. So if y'all have been on social media, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what's going on. So basically Walmart was like, you know what? Juneteenth is around the corner. What we're going to do is we're going to get some African ice cream. We're going to get some African pride ice cream with the, the green and yellow and you know, black labeling. We're going to have it. The, what was, what was it? The, uh, red velvet, red velvet flavor ice cream or what have you. And it said Juneteenth. It was a Juneteenth celebratory ice cream. And they were going to sell it at Walmart, sell it in the masses. And they were going to actually sell it on Juneteenth for us to celebrate Juneteenth with. And so as soon as this hit the, uh, social media, I love black Twitter y'all because this Juneteenth ice cream stood no chance against black Twitter. Black Twitter won Juneteenth zero. Like as soon as something hits black Twitter, black Twitter was how I found out Kevin Samuels died for real. Like earlier in that day, before people were confirming it at night, earlier that day I was on black Twitter and he talking about is Kevin Samuels dead? I'm like, oh wait, what's going on? Uh, because black Twitter, I feel like they, they're, they're journalists out there. They're investigators. They will get to the T and they will render it to the best of their ability. But black Twitter had the folks in an uproar because they posted the ice cream. And then, of course, you know, we're we not just going to sit back and just allow this type of stuff to happen. We're going to let people know this is not okay. So after the, the big shenanigan that happened on black Twitter and then eventually like on uh, other social media networks, uh, people were really upset about Juneteenth ice cream. Rightfully so, right? And so it wasn't just the Juneteenth ice cream, y'all. Walmart had literally decorations, y'all. They wanted us to use their decorations to decorate our homes and the cookout and the barbecue. They, they wanted us to use their stuff that said, it's the freedom for me with uh, shackles and stuff on napkins. Juneteenth napkins, y'all, that said, it's the freedom for me. It's the freedom for me. Like, this is something that we, we want. <laughs> y'all, it, it's literally the audacity for me. Y'all say it's the, it's the freedom for me. It's the audacity for me. And I really, y'all cannot pay me to believe that there was somebody black on the Walmart team in the, at Walmart corporate who said, ooh, y'all should have napkins that says, it's the freedom for me. But the fact that a white person even created that is even more disturbing because it's like, why are y'all gentrifying our mannerisms? Why are you gentrifying our, our, our holidays? Why are you gentrifying the way we speak, the way we talk, 
right? And it's just so upsetting on so many levels. And so, of course, people were outraged. Um, uh, you know, many people brought up the argument, we don't want ice cream. We don't want, you know, these napkins. We want equity. We want better health care. We want, uh, you know, so many different things that we've been demanding over the past few years uh, over the past few centuries, rather, that we still haven't been getting, but y'all want to give us Juneteenth ice cream. And so, y'all know, first of all, Walmart doesn't, they don't care about us. Like, they, Walmart has no coup for real. Uh, because they, that's not the only shady thing that Walmart has done. If Walmart can sell a casket, JR, you ever seen them caskets at Walmart? They, they, if you Google caskets at Walmart, they sell weave, like, it's a whole lot of things that Walmart's been selling that nobody called them out for because it's just weird that Walmart is selling it. Of course they was going to hop on the Juneteenth wave. Like, of course they will. <laughs> so this was not surprising to me, but I am happy that we made such an uproar that they, that they uh, pulled the ice cream from the shelves. And I also hope that they pulled the, the Juneteenth napkins. It's the freedom and, you know, the Juneteenth plates. I really hope they pulled those too. Because at the end of the day, y'all really got to stop gentrifying what we do. It started with, you know, so many things were gentrified from us. The way we talk, our mannerisms. Uh, I, I was making a joke with somebody the other day. They even gentrifying baby hairs. If you go to uh, any... Look at the Kardashians. Look at, you know, all these white models on, you know, um, New York Fashion Week. Like, they're going to have our, our what we call our edges, right? So they gentrify the way we talk, the way we dress, the way we, uh, our music, all of these things. And when it comes to Juneteenth, y'all thought y'all could take that as well? Or not even just take it, but to, to gentrify it and make it a, uh, commercialize it, if you will, right? Um, one thing that I often say is that, America thrives off of the capitalization of black trauma. America thrives off of the capitalization of black trauma. So, so when we're talking about Juneteenth, of course we have to talk about uh, what led to Juneteenth. That was our enslavement. And enslave if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Period of individuals of African descent. Therefore, when people are enslaved, especially black people, uh, for the, the centuries that we were enslaved, of course, there's going to be some level of trauma associated with that. And the freedom that came out of that, the, the Juneteenth or what have you, y'all think that y'all could just take that and capitalize off of it and it wouldn't be painful for us to see that? Like that, it's just trash to me. And I think we have to do a better job at really calling out these firms and calling out these people um, who, who are capitalizing off of us. Because for real, for real, yeah, we can come at, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm in Baltimore, so of course y'all gonna hear the traffic. Um, so if, yeah, we can, we can call out the Walmart to what have you, but Walmart ain't the only ones capitalizing off of black people. Walmart ain't the only ones capitalizing off of our trauma, right? I actually made that statement um, maybe a year ago on, who was it? Uh, Black News Channel. Rest in peace to the Black News Channel. I was having a conversation with Sharon Reed and Mike Hill, and I said, America thrives. They, they, they love the capitalization of black trauma. And I got so many questions like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Think about it. When we talk about black people, our, our struggle, what people identify as our narrative, our story, right? People make movies about that. People love to see that type of stuff in movies. People love to see that type of stuff in song lyrics. People love to see that type of stuff on TV shows or what have you. 
America capitalizes off of that. So, of course, they was going to take something like a Juneteenth, try to gentrify it and capitalize off of it. Not only did it stop with the, not only was it the, the um, ice cream or what have you and the napkins and the plates or whatever, but I also, in doing some further research, I also found that the term, the, the word Juneteenth was actually trademarked. Um, I don't have the individual's name, but he was a white man. Who, who attempted to trademark Juneteenth. And he was actually afforded the trademark. And I believe it was an association with Walmart. If, if, I, if I'm wrong, please don't quote me. Um, but I think it was an association with the Walmart deal or what have you. But he got Juneteenth trademark, trademarked. Now think about it. it. It must be, listen, because let me tell y'all about the trademark process. It is not an easy task. You go through so many different layers. So many people can deny or approve what you're trying to get trademarked. I recently was trying to get um, a phrase that I had coined. I was trying to get that trademarked um, for, for a brand or what have you. And so basically my lawyer came back to me and said, hey, they denied this because X, Y, and Z. We could either fight it in court or, you know, we got to go some other routes or what have you. And basically, because it said the word, um, I'm not going to say the, the word, but because I don't want to give away the trademark, but because it had that word in it, somebody pushed back against it. And then that ended up that denied the uh, trademarking process. So you mean to tell me when this white man with all the money he, he has, because it pays to be a white man in America with a lot of money, this white man goes to get Juneteenth trademark and nobody pushed back on that. But y'all want to push back on my trademark? Like that, that's the, 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 the tomfoolery that we experience here in America. So I think that them pulling the, the Juneteenth trademark was good. I think them pulling the, the, uh, ice cream and all that stuff is cool, but also it's the audacity for me. Like we got to address the audacity. Why did y'all think that was cool? Number one, number two, how about getting us stuff that we actually want? How about getting us better mental health care? How about better health care in general? Right. How about better school systems? Right. How about better communities? Uh, more more like it's so many different things that uh, more resources on our community. It's so many different things that we need as a people. And red velvet ice cream and a Juneteenth label ain't one of them. I ain't going to hold you, though. The, the red velvet ice cream sounded a little good. Uh, but if I have to buy it at Walmart with a Juneteenth label on it, I'm not supporting it. But for those of y'all who do want to support the red velvet ice cream. There's a black owned brand that apparently Walmart, they stole the concept from. It's called Creamalicious. It is a black owned ice cream parlor. So if y'all want to get that red velvet ice cream and support a black business, you can do that through Creamalicious. So I just was on my uh, 14 to 15 minute soapbox about Juneteenth and how Walmart uh, loves and white people in general just be gentrifying and stuff. But I want us to really take a second to think about Juneteenth. I want us to really think about and take a second to think about what it means to celebrate Juneteenth, what it means to celebrate uh, our liberation as black people and what that means to us and our mental health. And I just want to uh, this is going to be a, a bit shorter episode. I wanted to read you an excerpt from the American Psychiatric Association. So not the American Psychological Association, but the American Psychiatric Association. And they basically said Juneteenth represents freedom and justice justice for black Americans. And in recognition of that, it is important for us to pause and reflect on how important ending structural racism and promoting mental health equity is for the black community, other communities of color, and our society at large. 
And now, I feel as though Walmart could have said something like that about Juneteenth and it would have been fine. They didn't have to come out with the, the ice cream and all that. Like, they didn't have to do all that. But I do appreciate the American Psychiatric Association for highlighting that that is what Juneteenth means. We are identifying uh, what it means to be liberated as black Americans and how we can continue to pursue freedom and justice. And so when we think about freedom and justice as black people, we really have to start imagining, okay, what do you want your liberation to look like? What does your freedom look like? Because we can't talk about real freedom. We can't talk about real uh, liberation until we talk about psychological liberation. Until we talk about uh, freedom from, from the, the psychological distress or what have you. When we're talking about Juneteenth, it's more than just a cookout, y'all. I want y'all to enjoy the cookouts. I really do. It's more than just uh, being with your friends and taking pictures. And, you know, it, it's great to be able to do all those things. I want you to support black businesses on Juneteenth. But also, think about what liberation means to you and your community. What does it mean to your com for your community to be liberated? What resources would that entail? What does it mean for your family to be liberated? What does that entail? What does it mean for you to be liberated? How can you show up for yourself more effectively so that you can experience liberation in its totality? What does it mean for us to experience psychological liberation or mental, mental health liberation? What does it mean for us to actually uh, experience um, just being able to be liberated in the way in which we think and the way we, we function and the way we, in our, our, our you know, spiritual beliefs and religious beliefs, what does it mean to be liberal in those ways, right? Okay, what does it mean for me to be liberated? And I also want to remind you before I end this podcast is think about, okay, yes, Juneteenth is great. Juneteenth, we're celebrating uh, the freedom of black people. And that's amazing. But also think about like liberation from y'all know I identify Christian values and I endorse Christian beliefs. Liberation through Jesus Christ. Well, you cannot experience a fully liberated life until we accept Jesus into our lives and allow him to have complete and total control and then allow that to be the liberation that we experience. Through the liberation of Jesus Christ, you will be able to live an abundant life. So many of us feel like we are struggling in one area or another. And oftentimes it is because we have not allowed ourselves to be liberated. So that is the take for today. I want y'all to enjoy Juneteenth. I want y'all to, again, buy from black businesses. Hashtag Minds of the Culture, www.mindsoftheculture.org. We got all the black mental health apparel and black mental health merch there. So I want y'all to go ahead and purchase that one today uh, using code Juneteenth. And I will see y'all next week. God bless and see you next Wednesday. Bye. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.